Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 58. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife, and the inspiration for the program, and I will explore trying to stay positive during extremely trying times. We recorded this episode about two weeks into the lockdown in the States due to COVID-19. We will pass along some things we are doing, learned about, or have seen recommended in an effort to ease things for you during this stressful time. We'll dig into that in just a minute, but first, A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real raw and uncensored from both the survivor and the caregiver perspectives. And from time to time, we have the opportunity to get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those in the battle, whether that is you, the warrior, or you, the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. Remember, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we have learned along the way via our own research. A few side notes before we dig into this episode. We had Kim Stein, an artist, on episode 57. If you haven't given it a listen yet, I suggest you do so. She is actively working at creating awareness through her art, and her book, The Scrambled Brain, is available, and a link to it is in the show notes. Just as intriguing was episode number 55 with Martha Holser. Like Kim, Martha is trying via her art. She does hers through photography, and a link to her website will also be in the show notes here today. They are both fascinating conversations with people truly dedicated in helping others in this fight. Passion for their work shines through while you're listening to them. Lastly, in this time of need, our friends over at Mind Your Brain have made their conference that was canceled into a bit of a virtual event by curating some presentations and information. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you know that Terry and I are big fans of what they are doing over there. A link to this very generous free offering is in the show notes. Spend some of this time learning virtually with these folks who volunteered their time to put some things together for you. As always, Terry and I are here to help if you need to reach out. In the meantime, stay safe and keep battling. Okay, here we go. On to our thoughts about keeping our chin up during these trying times. Terry, we normally have a few episodes in the can because the majority of what we do is not really time bound. Right? right. Today's a little bit different, though. We have to interrupt the norm. We're going through some really trying times right now. You know, if you're listening in the future, what's happening right now is in the States, we're getting clobbered right now with COVID 19. So it's March 25th, 2020. We're a few weeks in here. So, Terry, I would like to speak a little bit from the perspective of those who may be in the middle of the healing journeys, right, with their TBIs and such, and now they're getting affected by the virus that's running rampant throughout the world. Right. Are you okay with exploring this a little bit and yeah. offering some insight as you are one of the folks who is kind of struggling with this? Yeah. And maybe you can offer some perspectives and things that you've been doing that has been helpful. First and foremost, I think very much a lot of what it's almost like society in a lot of ways is starting to learn what 
the isolation has been like for folks who have TBIs because they're going yeah. through it themselves, right? What I have struggled with for a long time. Do you think society as a whole is getting a good understanding with that? Just to start well, there as a starting point? Yeah, except mine lasted years. I feel that, yes, but I don't know. They're not making that connection right now because it's not like all these other people that might have gone through it or have already gone through it. It's too raw and personal right now. But they are, to a degree, going through something similar in nature to what folks who might be healing from a traumatic brain injury may experience. Yes. Okay. They call it social distancing. Mm -hmm. It's very appropriate. Yeah. There's been a lot of chatter around the internet lately around this, right? Social distancing and what Mm -hmm. people are doing and stuff like that. And I think one thing that's really kind of a cool twist that's come out of this is the whole like video call component, things like that, that's helping people mm-hmm. stay connected and socializing and stuff like that. Do you think that this is going to become a new normal way to communicate once we come out of this mess? For a while, I think people may feel more comfortable with continuing to socially distant more because will they feel safe? I know that will be in the back of my head. It's interesting. I mean, even the doctors are getting on board now and therapists and therapy groups and support groups. I mean, everybody and their sister is is kind of getting online and going the video route. And a lot of those companies are gracious enough to be offering yeah. the services for free. And feel that in addition, people can choose to go virtual now and see that it can be successful and it's safer in a lot of ways for many gatherings events. I mean, you can't do that for everything, but you can, you can incorporate more of that into our society. It might actually be a better idea in terms of doing that instead of phone calls or text messaging. It's a little, it is a little bit more social. Yeah. I find like when I'm on those video calls, I was just saying this today because I was on uh, two different video calls and normally like, Hey, maybe if I was bored, I'd be Facebook scrolling or Instagram scrolling or Twitter scrolling. And I'm not really connecting with people. I might be learning something because I usually do follow things for educational purposes too. So maybe learning, but I'm not really connecting with people. And even if I'm talking to those people, I'm not really connecting with them. I don't really get to see inside of what their face and hear their voice and hear what they're going through. And, and then we lift each other up and we're there supporting each other. And then maybe we're making each other laugh too, right? Yes. that's. I think that's very important. You see the expressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when we do remote interviews for this podcast itself, we deliberately make sure we're set up on Zoom so we can see the folks face and they can see ours because so it's a part of connection. the real Right, it makes the, the conversations real and authentic that way. Yeah, and it's funny that everything's shutting down, and this is one of my observations, everything's shutting down, but yet people are craving social connection and they're finding techie ways, really, techie ways to how do we still socially connect. People crave each other and connection. Now, I know you've been doing some homework on a bunch of these platforms. Well, because I run a lot of groups. All right, so tell us some of the ones that you've looked at and why you've used them, and what are some of the the attributes uh, of each. All right. So the one group that I run, the meetup, is for ladies who are 50 plus. You know, you can present technological challenges in that age bracket. No offense, ladies, (laughs) if you're listening, (laughs) but it can happen. So we started with join.me and found that the audio was horrible. 
uh, half the ladies couldn't figure out how to get the video on or then the audio and the ones that did have the video and audio on, we were fading in and out of the audio. Now I'm not really sure if that's always the case with that platform, but we found it to be that way. My sister decided to run a family group and she used Google Duo. So I found that to be a pretty cool platform. She was a little bothered about it because, because when you have more than four people, the bubbles of the people move Unlike Zoom, where, you know, it's normally the speaker moves and pretty much everybody else is sort of stable, unless somebody leaves or comes in. Right. It's like a distraction with the right. movement on the screen. Right. Okay. But when you have four people, that doesn't happen, four or less, that doesn't happen on Google Duo. But I found the audio for my girls group for that one, because I said, oh, let's try that one. Then instead, I found that to be the audio and the video to be incredible. So that was really good and seemed pretty easy enough for everybody to get on. User-friendly. So User-friendly. And then we like game nights. So we really wanted the game night and we tried one, but it wasn't really that effective. So recently I see, saw, I don't know what it was. I think it was watching the news and I saw about House Party. All the kids are using that app basically. I hadn't known about it for a while, but us 50 plus ladies, not so much. Do you, do you know that House Party? Is actually the number one downloaded app since the virus hit. Well, in we the ladies States. out there, we did not know this. It's so, true. So we we jumped on, and you know, you get notifications when your friends are in the house, and it has this like funky ring. But the coolest part was there was games embedded in it. You could pull up Heads Up, a trivia game, a drawing game, and a game that reminded me of uh, it was called Guac and Chips that reminded me of Apples to Apples. And so I thought that was terrific. So a couple of the ladies and I, I taught them how to get on today and jumped on and we talked first and then we played some games and it was very uplifting. Is it free? That's the thing. See, I was going to Zoom. I want to cancel because I have to pay. In order, for Zoom is if you have any, if you have three or more people, you have to pay. Well, that's only if you're going to have conversations longer than over there 40, forty minutes. Forty minutes, correct? I, I wasn't, I wasn't finished. Okay, I'm sorry. And uh, Google Duo and House Party are—they limit you to eight, but they were free. I don't have any charge on them, so I prefer that right now because you know I'm kind of guarding, making sure we don't spend unnecessarily because yeah. who the future is a little uncertain. Right. Are there any other apps along these lines that you would recommend? Oh yeah, so because that is a meetup group, meetup just came up with that you can actually list the group as an online event and you can go right into that that app now like as an organizer of that group when I create events I never had that option before where I can create an online event awesome meetup turned around in in a second just like that and threw that on like now that's an option so if I wanted to do the event right away it gives the everybody the link to get on it there in the location part you know when you go on a meetup it's got a location part how right. cool is that no, that makes sense to me. In this time of, what is it called? Social distancing? Yeah. It's interesting. So you're. this is a good way to connect <laughs> yeah. remotely. Yeah, I hear right? what you're saying. It's like right. the opposite. It's almost the, it's almost the opposite. It's so like more like social connecting. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. So it's, it's kind of like the yin to the yang here, mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah. That's the way it is now. All right. It's like it's giving the middle finger to that. Yes. And to a degree, it is. But- mm. So for you folks out there who might be lacking the social component, these are some good ideas that you can use. Right. right? Well, a lot of people like my mom, she's struggling because she's not really tech savvy. So if you're not tech savvy, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But my mom was even evil and she's 81 and really literally, no offense, mom, but 
illiterate when it comes to tech stuff. And she was able to get on Google Duo. No right. problem. It's yeah. much more friendly with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that we have from the social isolation part for now. There's things that I know you have struggled with, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's many people out there that are struggling with too, uh, related to this lockdown. Besides the social component of it is the treatments, the doctors, the inability to, to get those things done like once before. Now, I know in your case, Terry, chiropractors used on this front, your Pilates class on the reformer, which mm-hmm. has helped you. You're waiting on a much needed eye exam and adjustment to your glasses, right. you know, things like that. How are you getting through that part of the equation? It's definitely in the back of my head and makes me nervous. I, but fortunately, I look at each thing separately. I go, oh, okay, I prism lenses. I have glasses. I'm actually okay. I, they can wait. It can wait. The chiropractor, that makes me nervous because that can actually bring out chronic pain and issues. She, when I reached out to her, she is doing house visits because she doesn't have them up and running yet or anything like that. And I'm, um, I mean, I'm not comfortable going into the office, but I'm also not comfortable having people come in. So I haven't really reached back out and been like, yeah, let's set that up. So the way I do that is I try to take care of my body in other ways by what I'm eating, by taking Epsom salt baths with some essential oils in it, by staying up on top of my good supplement regimen that I have going that helps my body's defenses and yeah, really. you know, trying to like take care of what I can actually take care of there on my own. Right. And trying to stay in front of things through your mm-hmm. medication and your Unfortunately CBD, for Pilates, marijuana. they- uh, Club Pilates in Lancaster, if anyone lives there, they were awesome. They took care of all their people right away. And then they actually created free access to their app for online classes. And there's a lot of that going on. People just creating Facebook groups and online classes for meditation, for yoga, for Pilates, for body weight challenges, workouts, anything. Yeah, BJJ too, which you know about that. Me being interested in that. Yeah. It's a lot of the biggest professors are giving stuff away for free. Keep people engaged. Yeah. I also know that like during this time, also, aside from that, there's lots of worries about people getting out of the house for other reasons, Hmm. such as grocery shopping, for example. Very nerve-wracking. Yeah. So all the anxiety around that. Many people can't drive to begin with, and now they have to get in a car with somebody else to try to socially distance themselves. Mm -hmm. And the list can go on and on and on, and a lot of anxiety can build. And then, like my mom, uh, maybe many people in our community, um, they can't, like my mom can't get out. Like she's so high risk. So, if any of our listeners are medically fragile, you know. Yeah, which is not uncommon in this community. Exactly. And so, her son, my brother, was bringing her. Bring it shopping and bringing her food. Now they're setting her up on like with Peapod or some of their food delivery services and things like that. But it's very nerve wracking because you want less touch points. You know, I don't want to actually touch the, my card to the machine and the supermarket card and all the all the different touch points in the store. You you're reducing the touch points. So what do people do? You know, they're being they're being hit pretty hard right now and not usually taking new customers, but. Uh, what I did was with HelloFresh and Green Chef. Um, I know a lot of people use other food delivery services from the supermarkets itself, like Wegmans has Instacart, is Peapod Giant, I think. 
Yeah, and right. they have Giant Direct. You know, yeah. depends where you live around the mm-hmm. whole nation. Right, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think that's something that should be considered. You know, routine is out of the window, too, for lots of folks. Right, yep. routine's out. So then it affects sleeping, the anxiety is up. Temperament might be off kilter a little bit right. more than normal. And I you know, know, like, I don't handle stress the same same way that I used to. So this is very stressful. So I have to know that stress can crash me, overloading my whole system, emotionally, physically, mentally, the whole thing. And stress breaks down your immunity. So you folks out there, you have to worry about what you can control. Don't get ahead of yourselves as much as possible, is my opinion. Right. You know, and try to keep it tempered and don't spend all the day scrolling on Facebook or leaving the news on in the background on your television 24-7. It's not going right, to serve you cortisol, in Right, cortisol, yeah. and that will be released and it'll break down your immunity. I mean, you just have to be really guarded about that. And you don't want to be head in quicksand, or in the sand, rather. You want to get the knowledge you need to stay on top. And this is very fast and changing all the time. So you do want to have a time to get that information, but not let it consume you. For instance, in the state of Pennsylvania, Rachel Levine, she is only reporting like the numbers of what's going on in our state. People will be like, why does it conflict when this just happened and someone passed away? A case was identified. But like she has said, we get it and we have a deadline. That's our cutoff time. That's it. That's the cutoff time. And then we report the next days. So you have to have some cutoff time. This is when I'm going to go in, look at this, and then it's cut off. And then the next day I'll go in and look at. Right. It's a slippery slope too, because with all the information you're taking in, I must say, I think it's affected you this way too. It also leads to more depression, more Mm -hmm. worry, more anxiety. Yeah. And you've been a little bit better with that the last couple of days because you're actually managing it. You're not allowing yourself to go down that rabbit hole like you once did. Yeah. It's really, really important because I know this so well, this isolation, this fear, this, I mean, it just like people are fighting right now, the uncertainty, this unknown, invisible invader. For me, a brain injury is invisible and very, I don't know what I was, I didn't know what I was fighting, but it was personal. It wasn't all of us all at one time, but in that bringing out the grief of, of how things have completely changed and wrecked normalcy out the completely out the window. I know that many of our listeners know that it's just got being very careful to make sure you're fills that bucket because what you're doing is you're constantly pulling from that bucket. So now you have to put into that bucket. You may have to put into that bucket more than taking it out. And that is not selfish folks. Oh, I agree. You have to take care of yourselves. You have to actually mm-hmm. work at taking care of yourselves at this point on many different levels. That includes sleep. How's that going for you, sleep? I am so grateful for that. I have had a really good sleep regimen in place prior to this and very good supports that I have been using that I have found work and they continue to work through this. So I am very grateful. What have you done specifically to knock back the stress and the frustration and depression? I definitely am a people person. So I immediately established how can I connect to the people that I care about. And so I did that. That has really helped so much. And I think that nature is incredibly important because it's stable. It doesn't change. You go out there, it's the same, right? I mean, it's predictable. You're like, oh, there it is. There's that. 
even when we are in some sort of like a tornado, it's still, we know what a tornado does, more predictable than these viruses in a lot of mm-hmm. ways, right? So anyway, I'm just saying it's very stable. So to get out into nature, because also vitamin D helps with your immune system. And then that sunshine with that vitamin D, get out at least 15 minutes. So get out. So I've been trying to do that. So, and when I do that, I hang out with my dogs who, and my cat, because he likes to come out on a leash he just loves it like the dogs do. But I think just to look at them and to see their goofy little faces and their goofy little personalities, and they don't have a care in the world, and they don't even know what COVID-19 is, just really helps. Or if you have little children, like I love children, so I'll call my uh, granddaughter. And just she has no idea what's going on. She's She'll be two. She's just happy to see grandma, you know, and just- Again, via video. Yeah, but- Connect with a little child. I I think that's really important to whatever, again, goes back to, I fill my bucket. Those are the ways I fill my bucket. So children and pets and nature and people trying to walk more and move because moving releases that stress. Do you think other things, other recommendations that you would have to help people stay busy? Got anything there? Like, you know, picking up a hobby that you always wanted to do. Now's a good time. I think if you art can. is incredible. They yeah. actually have, there's art in a box that you can have delivered. Like you can have the food delivered. Yeah. I forget what it was called. We could probably look that up and get the name. Or you can go and get some of the adult coloring books, other things. Just what art is really important. I think it's very therapeutic. I think music is too. Like I think, music. It, I mean, yeah, some of this stuff might be difficult if you have youngins running around, mm-hmm. you'll be busy. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, certainly. But why not go back and like listen to an album that, mm-hmm. that you loved when you were in high school yeah. and see what it means to you today. And learn you a know? language. They have those apps now yeah. too. Yeah. And, and if you have your children, you can, the education part, I'm going to speak to this as a teacher. Yes. So I, as a teacher, former teacher, and I know a lot of teachers, I would say to you, it's not required for you to go online learning. You know, I know it's really, you're like, oh, I'm going to, a lot of people I'm going to set up school day. If that's overwhelming for you and you can't do that, do not feel like you have to. There's so many other ways children can learn. You could teach them how to cook something. They're old enough to, you know, like if you could teach them that, you can get them into your little exercise workout and have them do it with you. Yes, but not everybody in the TBI community can go through the point now of cooking with their children or exercising, right? <laughs> but they're, they're at the point like where I am, they can't. Yeah. Yeah, right. And if they couldn't, then they could do other things, you know? Yeah. Sit down. Like, I think Audible is a good option for that as well. Or read D- books. Right. Different from the TV, mm-hmm. so to speak. And getting mm-hmm. your children involved with, you know, maybe the grandparents or stayed away or something like that. Getting them on the video calls like we do with our mm-hmm. own granddaughter. Or sing songs with them. Right. I think are things that could be done too. With this all being said, Terry, mm-hmm. to sit here and do this tonight and record this particular episode was just as much your idea as it was mine. I mean, we were kind of thinking the same thing that like we need to talk about this a little bit in our current environment. And we don't want to be a podcast that talks about COVID-19 at all. It's not what we're about. And most of our stuff is not time bound. Right. You also had another good idea as to something that you would offer to the folks out there in case they needed to needed somebody. Can you tell us a little bit about what your thoughts were on that? So we do have the battle within support group. So I was thinking of letting everyone know not to be shy and to be feel free to reach out to us, whether that is through inbox message. I think it goes to our uh, battle within email 
Usually you're the one that gets that, right? Mm -hmm. And so reach out to us and we'll be happy to talk with you if you feel you need that or communicate, get online, just jump online into those support groups, including ours and talk to one another, talk to one another, right? If somebody's in our battle within group, the private group, for example, you know, they're good. This was about, you could certainly, you know, I'm not saying you should do it or didn't, but there's other people in there that you can communicate with or ask questions or see what their, you know, their right. feelings are or stuff like that. Or, or reach out to someone you've been connecting to in one of those groups and say, Hey, can we get on a video chat? That's some good stuff there, Terry. Any other insights or things that you, we should mention before we shut it down here for the, for the evening, Terry? Yeah. One thing is people were wondering if they were immune compromised because they have a brain injury. I don't see it that way. My immunity is strong. If you allow yourself to break down via stress and other things, you can compromise your immunity. You can lower your immunity and your defenses for sure. But that's why we make these recommendations. Normally, you are not on the list of immune compromise. That's, you know, I'm not talking about ones who are medically fragile, and you right. know, all that's different. You know, I'm talking, we're not on that list. I happen to be on that list for a different reason, for asthma, but not for this. Right. But there are people that have TBIs that are on the list because of what the TBI has done for them. So it's really about knowing yourself, mm -hmm. but don't go overboard freaking out about it. Right. Work, you know, work at trying to control it and helping yourself. Right. Right. During because these stressful that times. Because freak out actually makes matters worse. Right. All right, Terry, I have one last thing to say. If folks out there have any recommendations of things that you're doing to keep yourself busy or your stress level down, please share it with your peers on the episode page on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to connect with us at abattlewithin.com, Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, please reach out to us at drew at abattlewithin.com or via Facebook Messenger. Tell us a little bit about your story and we'll get back in touch. Any ideas for upcoming episode topics you'd like to see us talk about? Reach out with those ideas as well. Please take the time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may listen and be sure to share with everyone in your life you feel could benefit. Notes and resources for this particular episode will be available at abattlewithin.com backslash 058. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye, folks. Take care, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.